بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعده My dear brothers and sisters there is for everything there is a purpose for which it is created and then there is <coughs> the maintenance of that thing so it's created for a particular purpose and then when it is being uh, run uh, it needs a certain maintenance system to run it if the maintenance system becomes the purpose or is treated like the purpose then obviously the purpose gets vitiated gets compromised and is not achieved and therefore the reason for the existence of that thing uh, becomes highly questionable allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent us muslims for a purpose where allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said a'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajeem kuntum khaira ummatin ukhrijat lin nas ta'muruna bil ma'rufi wa tanhawna 'anil munkar wa tu'minuna billah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, you are the best of peoples ever raised up for mankind. You enjoin al-ma'roof, what Allah and Islam ordained, and you forbid al-munkar, what Islam has forbidden, and you believe in Allah. This is our purpose. This is why we were sent into this world. What we do in this world in terms of our careers, in terms of our jobs, in terms of our society, in terms of whatever we do, are all maintenance systems i need a job so that i can do amar bil maruf wa nahi al munkar i need to make to have a to have a, an independent living so that i can do amar bil maruf wa nahi al munkar i need a good wholesome family so that i can have peace of mind i can have a sukoon i can have a, a safety and security at home so that i can do amar bil maruf wa nahi al munkar i need to eat sensibly i need to exercise i need to take care of my health so that i can do amar bil maruf wa nahi al munkar now this is the way to look at our life as muslims <clears throat> instead of that we have made for example careers we have made um, taking care of our health we have made Uh, getting married having a family and so on and so forth as the purpose of our existence right literally i mean i, I people are people are <clears throat> they're going to absolute psychological problems with regard to oh, i'm not getting married i'm not getting married getting married is not the purpose of life getting married is not the purpose of life the purpose of life is amar bil maruf wa nahi al munkar now getting married is something that you do in order to do amar bil maruf wa nahi al munkar Now the beauty of looking at it from the perspective of the purpose is that it automatically puts everything else in line with the sharia and with the rida of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For example if I say <coughs> that I must get a good job so that I can do amar bil maruf wa nahi al munkar I can enjoy good and forbid evil I can uh, present and demonstrate Islam. If that is my purpose in looking for a job then obviously a job which requires me to do haram a job which is in an area which is prohibited in islam a job which deals with things which islam does not allow i will not do it goes without saying it would be a completely oxymoronic thing if i 
for example in the name of saying my purpose is to do amar bil maruf and nahi al munkar but i take a job in a commercial bank and i am dealing with interest based transactions this simply cannot happen because i have my purpose in front of me and whatever i am looking at i am looking at through the lens of that purpose similarly i want to get married and the purpose of that is not for anything else for amal bil maruf and nahi al munkar i want to get married so that i have a home life which is beautiful which enables me to do amar bil maruf or nahi al munkar now what kind of person will i marry man or woman obviously i will not marry somebody who is not uh, who does not believe in islam who does not practice islam who does not live by islam a person who is uh, who does not know the difference between halal haram a person who is disobeying allah subhanahu wa taala i cannot marry such a person very simple because if i am going to be doing amar bil maruf and nahi al munkar it's like saying i i have a ship and i want to sail the high seas but in my harbor when i come back to port there should be tranquility and peace and harmony in the port if i have a storm in the port if i have a storm in the harbor then i'm i'm sunk because i have a storm outside now a storm inside so obviously if i marry a person my spouse is a person who has no respect for allah has no love for allah and his messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam has no respect and understanding for islam then obviously this person no matter how beautiful or handsome he or she may be no matter anything they are unsuitable for me to get married because my purpose is amar bil maruf and nahi al munkar now this is something to be very very clear in our minds and again as i said this is not something i dreamt up i'm giving you the reference of the ayat of surah al imran ayah number 110 where allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is clearly saying you are the best of people ever raised up for the benefit of mankind why because you do this you do you enjoy good and you forbid evil and you have iman in allah subhanahu wa ta'ala i remind myself and you that we did not come to adjust to a haram system we came to change it now this is something that we seem to have forgotten allah subhanahu wa taala sent us muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam to learn from allah gave us a teacher allah gave us a book and allah gave us a teacher allah did not say go and find a teacher no allah sent us a teacher and he jalla jalaluhu charged us with teaching others allah subhanahu wa taala said learn from muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam and teach everybody else Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala did not send us to learn from others and then imitate them especially in opposition to the divine system that he sent his messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam with right it is not a mark of health to be profoundly adjusted to a sick society now this is what j krishnamurthy said he said it is not a mark of health it's not a sign of health to be profoundly adjusted to a sick society we are an extremely extremely sick society we are probably a terminally ill society on the way to becoming completely annihilated on the way to becoming history uh, may allah protect us from that but no matter what it is rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said even if you know tomorrow is the day of judgment do something good today so we are going to look at this and say what is it i can do no matter what society is I need to change that society. I I don't need to change myself to adjust to a sick society. I don't want to become sick. I want to cure the society. 
And that will not happen unless we make the law of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala muqaddam, absolutely clear and and, and uh, visible and clear. And that law of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala must be the defining force in my life. Social change happens when a small group of dedicated people who believe in their system, they live it, they practice it with confidence, and they demonstrate it and they differentiate on that basis. They live their way assertively, not aggressively, but never compromise or change their system to suit the majority culture. The example I always give, it looks like a small thing, but it's a very important example. The British colonized the world. And by British, I mean British and the, and the, you know, the rest of the Europeans. Uh, mainly British, Portuguese, Spanish, uh, and later on the Dutch uh, and French. So let's stick with the British because they had the largest empire of all of them. The British colonized the world. They never wore turbans or shimaks or eagles or mishlas or sherwanis or, or shalwar kameez or any of the gorgeous and beautiful clothing of Asia or Middle East or Africa. They did not wear any of those clothes. So the world started wearing pants and ties and hats. Right? Think about that. Just think about just the clothing. There is no instance or no um, recorded instance of uh, the British government of the time forcing anybody to wear European clothes, to wear pants and shirts. Nobody. They, they never did that. There was no need to do that. Because when they practiced what they believed in and they did not practice anything else, the world followed. That is the power of confidence. If you do something with confidence, the world follows. If you continuously doubt yourself and you uh, live a life of apology where you, have, where you are not sure what you are doing and you constantly keep looking outward and say, well, maybe this is wrong, maybe that is wrong. I'm not saying accept wrong and do wrong. No, I'm saying at some point in time, you have to be sure of yourself. And in our case, Alhamdulillah, we are following a divine system sent by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, taught by Rasulullah So where is the doubt? I remind myself and you, let us get our act together. We are reaching, a, we are reaching, we are in the middle of a crisis situation in the world. And that crisis is not an economic crisis. That crisis is not anything else, it's not COVID. The crisis is a moral crisis. We have lost our moral bearings as human beings. And if there is anybody in the world who can put us back on track, that is the way of Rasulullah wasallam. But that will not happen unless we practice it, unless we as Muslims make this strong, strong, strong intention and say that I will follow the way of Rasulullah wasallam and I will teach it to the world, not by talking, but by demonstrating. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to use us for His purpose and to be pleased with us and to enable us to do that and to make this a means of shafaat for us when we meet him.